Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. It's time for Rollin' with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Always great to have Coach Nolan Richardson on Drive Time Sports. Randy Rainwater with you, Rick Schaefer. Coach Richardson, did you enjoy that game last night? How about them hogs? <laughs> what did you think? What, 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 I what, enjoyed that, that. That was one of the, the greatest enjoyable games I've been able to watch in many, many years. That that was uh, that was a, that was a game. That was basketball at its best. What'd you like best about it? Well, the thing that it, it intrigues me more and more is that they come out with the, the the intensity that they play with, and they play with it basically on that defensive end, and 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 they they are connected more as they as the, as the season continues to to develop. I think Musk has done a magnificent job of getting those players who are just maybe first year players on his. And you learn his system and execute that system. You know that that takes a lot of work, and and I, my hats off to a guy that can do that. I call him Super Coach now. You know, you you go from coach <laughs> to Super Coach. That that you you rest the big big time. That's big time operation. You had teams that were very good and won big games while being out rebounded because you usually force more turnovers, and that happened last night. Arkansas score outscored Auburn twenty four to ten on turnovers even though they got out rebounded so if you can force turnovers you can overcome some statistical disadvantages elsewhere can't you well rick you got to look at it this way and this is how i've always kind of looked at it a control tip is is a, is, is, a, is considered a rebound and a shot hmm. if 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 you took four if you got four control tips with one possession and, and there was four tips you're already four to zero with with rebounding. Yeah. So if if I get that many tips at the ball, I don't have to make any, and I have to come down and make a shot. I'll give you got four rebounds and I got two points. That's well, that's a hell of a difference. <laughs> I want the two points. You can yeah. add a four rebound. <laughs> but, if you don't, but I'm not going to give them to you. It's just yeah. that the stats don't tell the truth. Yeah. Of what's happening, I think you know we played Missouri one night. And we got beat twenty boards, uh, ten or fifteen boards, uh, and but we won by fifty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it well, tells me, when you, and when that, you're hitting all your shots, stat, there's only one stat, Rick and Rain. It's only one stat that matters, and that's that W. Yeah. That's the stat that I like. Absolutely. Whether you what? won or lost, if you're on the W side, that's a hell of a stat. What did you think of Note last night? Well, I, I, I've never seen a guy that makes such hard shots. You know, he, he, he he's having what I call a phenomenal year. I mean, he's made some shots that ain't no way that you can dream of a shot that <laughs> that could go in like he has been able to do. And it, it's not, you know, at first you say, oh, well, he, he's got a little luck going his way. But it, 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 every night that he plays. So I just thought, you know, what else? What most people would say, he's lucky, lucky. He's lucky that we have him, and he's lucky that he's here. 
So we call him Lucky Lucky. <laughs> That's pretty good. What you? I, I know there are teams on there are players on the other teams that you have to admire. What do you think of Kessler and Smith? Were they good or what? Is that the six ten kid? Yeah, the no, yes, seven one. Kessler seven one, and what Smith six nine? Oh, six ten. 10. Yeah, six, six ten. 10. There's, there's yeah. one. There's, yeah, there's two. Uh, you know, I was God. I'm not, the Kessler. He must have had what twenty rebounds or so. Nineteen. He had nineteen Nine, rebounds. Nineteen. Seven block shots, coach. You're not telling well, how many altered. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Most guys have a whole season. Don't get those numbers. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then you got the. I guess he was freshman. Probably one of the best uh, guys that, that that signed to go to college. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name offhand. Jabari Smith. Yeah. Yeah, you go, Jabari uh, Smith, kid. He's he's phenomenal. I, I, this may be his last year. Yeah, uh, probably for both of them. Basketball. Yeah, probably for both of them. You're right. That'll be their only yeah. appearance there. Okay, so you coached in Barnhill Arena for years. You coached in Bud Walton Arena for years. I'm, I'm not sure Bud Walton very often reached the decibels that Barnhill did. But can you recall a game or two where you felt like, I'm not sure we would have won had that crowd not been there? You know what? I, I, I thought that every night we played, that was the reason we won. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know about uh, a lot of folks, but the crowd is in the ball game. My kids, the players, the, the adrenaline, the energy. I mean, you bring everything to life, and, 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 and the fans were all in white. And, uh, I guarantee you, they they will never see another fan group to, to put on a performance like was put on last night uh, with over twenty plus thousand fans. That's mm-hmm. that's just incredible. That's amazing, and it doesn't surprise me because I know when it's time to, to come out and support, the Razorbacks will be there. Okay, Randy, I got one more, and I'm dominating the questions. I don't mean to, but, That's all right. I, but, That's all but right. when it comes to the crowd, Coach, the one that I that stands out most to me during your time was in the 1993 game, the first time Kentucky ever came to Arkansas, and they played at Barnhill. What do you remember about that? Because that to me was the best crowd that I remember at Barnhill. That was in Barnhill. Yeah, and remember, and, and Arkansas won the game, and Kentucky was ranked number two in the country. Right. And uh, and it, it was a heck of a game that Arkansas won. Do you remember much about it? it, it I'm, I'm, they started running into the, the games. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that it might have been the game that Scotty hit that shot, hit a shot. That was, that was 95. That's the first time they ever played at Bud Walton. But when they played at Barnhill, you still had Daryl Hawkins. You had um, oh yeah, that Sc- Scotty and yeah. Corliss were were freshmen that year. Freshmen. Yeah, Freshman. and Arkansas and Arkansas won the game. And after the game, Daryl Hawkins was dancing on the press table right next to where our radio <laughs> broadcast table. was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that that was, you know, that was that was unbelievable. Uh, the, the fans were unbelievable. I mean, I had I, I recall it now because I had a headache for the next two days. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you couldn't you couldn't tell them anything because they couldn't hear you. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, I, I, I seemed like I couldn't even hear myself speak in, at that ball game. And, uh, 
it just it could it got so loud in there. And, you know, I, Bud can get loud, but Barn yeah. Hill it just knock off your the top of your skull. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it 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 was loud. Do you it's think the great thing, Rick, about about the Arkansas basketball is that the fans have always been a tremendous part of of the game and of winning. It, it, because to me, when you're on the road, you can have a steal, you can have a dunk, and nobody's going to be yelling but your team, your teammates. <laughs> But if you if you get something like that to happen where you have a touch and a steal and a dunk and and and, and, and it's all of a sudden the fans are going rabbit crazy, they they send you over the top. They you do things you normally cannot do, you will do because you, you it just they just drive you to, to they keep you from losing to begin with. That's why I, I told them that the game would end probably a five point victory. I missed it by one, but. But it didn't matter who didn't come and who did come. You can throw out all the stats and who beat who and this team played them. You throw them all out when you come in there and play the game that was played like last night. It, 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 it didn't matter if you had three other ones that were missing. Those teams, uh, are, are, are they come to play. That's, that's major, major college basketball. When you're talking about the impact of the crowd, can the crowd impact free throw shooting? You know, Auburn missed its last seven free throws last night, and Arkansas's fans were just roaring at every free throw. Can a can a crowd affect free throw shooting? A crowd can affect a lot of things, Rick. A lot of things, but I, I really think that what affected maybe more than that is that they had to play so hard. Both yeah. teams played very very hard. And, you know, going down the stretch, when you've got to have something, that means that's a must. And as long as you don't have to have it, you can shoot, relax. It's kind of like a guy standing over a three-foot foot. It ain't work. It doesn't it cost you if, you if you miss it. But if, if you don't have five bucks in your pocket to pay off the bet, that pressure is, is, is a little bit different. So, it, 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 you know, the fans create more pressure on the shooter. And as, uh, as that happens, you know, then they begin to start wishing it in. I, I wish I wish I make this. I wish. Mm. <laughs> now you've got problems. And, and when you start missing, then the next guy misses. It's, it's, it's contagious. Basketball is a game of being contagious. It's like the big kid, Jason, taking the charge or, 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 or uh, any, other, any other guy that steps up and takes the charge. They're doing that more and more. Simply because the other guy's doing it, and he mm-hmm. rubs off. It rubs off. Back, back. Every every time I looked up, he was getting off the floor. After a while, some of the other guys were getting off the floor, and before you know it, you know everybody is going to take one, except for Al Dillard. <laughs> <laughs> Al said it might mess up his shot. <laughs> I excuse him. And he's still flexing his muscles from half court. Um, Coach, I, I got to believe last night, and this was both at the end of regulation and then at the end of the first over, well, the only overtime, but I got to believe your juices were flowing in regards that was a game that was then being played possession by possession. 
Does that bring back old memories, thinking of those last couple of minutes of whether it be regulation or whether it be overtime, thinking of the moves that you might have possibly made? Well, this absolutely, you know, it brings back memories of of what I should have done. You know, <laughs> you get you get you get into the situation of what I should have should have could have done, and, and that's it's kind of like the fans who who are are your are your coaches. Uh, there's there's twenty one thousand at the game. There's twenty one thousand assistant coaches. You know, so should have could have. You should have and you could have. And you could have, should have. Well, I call them the, the should have, could have coaches. That that, but you know, when you started thinking back a game, there's so many games that you go through. And last night's game, you know, you, you, you're saying if we can, if we can just, you start playing by the minutes, and the, the seconds, and then you know each possession. That used to just drive me crazy to think that. The guy with the ball last got a chance to win. Mm-hmm. That, that's how it gets when it gets to possessions, your possession, my possession, your turn, my turn. You know, it, it, I, I want it to be my turn, my turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, my turn, my turn, your turn. I, that's what I want. And it, sometimes you don't get that, but that's what you want. That, that was a great question, Randy. I, it brought to mind Coach Broyles once said he never could have coached anything but football. He said watching basketball was like having the other team inside your five-yard line the whole game because the momentum changes so much. So as I'm listening to you talk, Coach, how did you, that the with games that every second counted, how do you, what's going on in your mind with every decision you have to make during that time? You know, again, You've got, you know, you got super coaches like like Musk is doing. I mean, uh, you know, your your preparation is the most is important. Your preparation for every ball game is is very important, and, and some of us do it a different way. Uh, I, I believe Musk has his kids and himself programmed to pl- to play a certain way during the entire basketball game, mm. and and you don't you don't stop and start thinking about something. Uh, that's too late. In other words, I never wanted to try to do something I didn't practice or didn't do it in practice. When we when we did the things that we did, we did them in practice to make sure that they understood what we were doing, to come to the game and be able to do that. And then, then you can be like John Wooden, roll up your program, <laughs> get on the bench, cross your legs, and just say, go get them, fellas. We've already done and covered everything we needed to in our practices. I think that's that's the bottom line. I always wanted to be as cool as a cucumber, which and the only way that they got me rattled is when the officials blow something that I know is it's not right. Hmm. Yeah, John Wooden had pretty good players. It was he, he could roll up that <laughs> oh, program because yeah. they usually <laughs> slaughtered everybody. <laughs> he had players on his bench. You know, back in the day, they had twenty-five scholarships, and he, had, he, he you know he gave ten of them. His best to his uh, number one group, and then his number two group was better than anybody else in the United States. So he didn't have to play against them. Yeah. So, you know, you, 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 I mean, God, uh, Mr. Wooden was a very smart man back in the day when all the old coaches thought they could outcoach your weight. 
it became, you know, it's not coaching, it's recruiting. <laughs> That's right. That's how you win championships. You recruit championships. And, and you, you get the kind of kids in your program that are going to give you everything they've got every time they play. All right, Coach, I was listening to one of our other local programs today, and Blake Eddins was on, and he uh-huh. was asked about uh, Coach Richardson, how would he handle getting you guys back down to earth for the next day to get their attention refocused on the next opponent. And Blake said, well, it's pretty simple. If we joked around, was cutting up, Coach either loaded us up, took us to Cleveland Hill, or we just hit the line, and he ran us until he got our attention. Uh, <laughs> different game today, obviously. Coach Muss, what do, you, what do you think he's got to do to get these kids refocused knowing they got a difficult road trip coming up uh, against Alabama. Well, you know, at this stage of the game and the way they're playing, you know, take the old granny's theory that if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing broke. Why? What, what are you going to fix? My, my favorite thing of any of the games, 12 midnight, fellas, let's enjoy this. When midnight comes, it's another, it's another day. That was the past. You're just as good is your past, or you need to be as good as your future, and that's coming. So 12 midnight, the jumping and fun and all that's over. We go back to work. That's what it's all about. Working is an attitude. So if I can teach my kid that attitude, this is what it's all about. It's about going back to work. I mean, that that it's that simple to me. And then, I mean, you, you go to work, your kids go to work, and everybody, you know, play the best you can the next basketball game. You know, you, you can't you can't walk away from games wondering how do I get them back down. No, I don't. Have, I know how to get them back down. They, it, it, it took them a hard time to get them up. It, it don't take much to get you down. So, so uh, I, I, I guess I was one was was one of those that didn't. Uh, uh, worry about trying to get them back on on the on the main stage when we got games left. All right, Rick, we got a couple of quick questions for Coach. Let's yeah. talk to Doug. Doug, good afternoon. You have a question to comment for Coach Richardson? Well, yes, sir, I do, and uh, thank you so much for having me on, uh, Coach. Uh, great to hear your voice. Uh, uh, back when you were coaching, uh, worked with Channel Seven, worked with you fairly closely. Uh, on your uh, show as well as on the games. Uh, A few questions. Uh, First of all, uh, how's your wife doing? I'm glad you asked. You know, she's a a trooper. She's been fighting two really major, major operations for the last four years. She's kind of bedridden at this point. uh, But her spirit is really high and really good. Matter of fact, she, she she can't jump anymore. But she was raising her arms when, when, when things were good, going good with the Razorbacks last night. I, oh, it dear. brought a big smile to her oh, face that she was so used oh, to that. Oh, that's awesome. That's oh, that's great. great to hear. And please let her know we're praying for. Uh, uh, two other questions. Uh, and I'm going to ask them uh, consecutively, and then I'll just hang up and listen, sir. Uh, but. Could you give your comments on uh, uh, Jalen Williams and what you've seen from his first year to his second year? 
And then if yeah. someone wanted to communicate to you or send you a letter, is there an address that you might be able to put out? And I'll hang up and listen, and thank you so much. We can do that because okay. it's the same address as the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, so after the break we'll respond to that. But, Coach, what have you seen the difference between Jalen Williams last year and this year? You know, Jason's going to be the kind of kid that just get – Game after game, day after day, week after week, he's going to continue to improve because, as I said once before, I have never, ever witnessed a, a, a player that can do so many things so well. I mean, so many things. I mean, he's like the glue. He's the glue to that basketball team. I mean, because when you need something to happen, really big happen, Jason's there. And you, you just you, you you don't find those kind of kids. I mean, it's a gift. And, 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 and I know I wish I had a, had a player in the same category that Jason. He, he's got his upside. Unbelievable. Okay, we'll talk about the address where you can reach Nolan and how to help his foundation after the break, Randy. All right, drive time sports. We'll continue in just one moment. It's time for Rollin' with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. And take advantage of the Chicken Tender Hungry Meal at seven chicken tenders with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. Or the eight mill wing, the wing mill. Uh, that is eight chicken wings with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. And then there's the five chicken tenders and five chicken wings all in one meal with Texas toast, fries, and a medium drink. There's a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater, and uh, this is the perfect time, Rick, if you would, to talk about the uh, Yvonne Richardson mm-hmm. Foundation in a good way to get in touch not only with the foundation but with Coach Richardson. That's right. If you'd like to help the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, which helps those who need help in the state of Arkansas, kids, families, they've done, they've, they've given millions of dollars through the years to help those who are in need. If you want to write a check, I'm going to tell you to write this address down because this is not only you can write a check to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation, but this is if you want to send a note to Nolan Richardson, maybe thank him for being on the show, or if you have a, maybe you know him well and you'd like to write him. Uh, the address is 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T, Road, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. If you're making a contribution, you want to, you want to address it to the Yvonne Richardson Foundation uh, Memorial Foundation, and Yvonne is spelled Y-V-O-N-N-E. So that, once again, is 4057 North Humount Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704. If you'd like to uh, not necessarily send a note to Nolan, but you'd like to give to the foundation, and again, whether it's $10, $25, or $2,500, whatever you'd like to do is going to be given to, it, it's going to help support kids or, and families that are in need. You can just go online to give to Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E, and that's all one word, lower caps, give to Yvonne.com, and uh, that'll get through to you. So, uh, Coach, it's it's amazing that after all these years you're still doing this. It's because you still have a passion for helping people. Yeah, and I love I love the community in which I live. 
and and if you know and I and there's no question how much I love my little girl that didn't get to see all of it didn't get to see didn't get to you know to experience and enjoy the uh, championship years uh, but had gone through some good years with us and I would uh, say that she's given back so much uh, in her 30, 35 years that she's been almost away from this earth. And, and I, I just, it makes me, uh, my heart feels so much better that we are trying to continue giving back to the community in which we live. Uh, gentlemen, we have another call waiting for okay. Coach Richardson. Let's talk mm-hmm. with JoJo. JoJo, good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Coach Richardson? Yes, sir. Uh, Coach, I've watched uh, 40 Minutes of Hell so many times, and, and my favorite line to hear you say was when you came in from beating Kentucky and you said, that's what we were supposed to do. And my question is, was there any extra motivation that you may have used uh, against a blue blood like Kentucky as opposed to, say, somebody like Vanderbilt uh, when you were giving your pregame speeches? You know, when you expect, and that's what I wanted my guys to, to understand and feel. You know, we, we, we come in, we're just coming into the league, and, and, and all you hear is Kentucky this and Kentucky that, and, and you went to the media press guide, and it's, or it wasn't a whole lot of respect for the Razorbacks. We had just coming out of the Southwest Conference. And by the way, we had gone to the Final Four, and none of them had been there for a while. But uh, uh, for us to walk into Rupp Arena and to uh, uh, win a basketball game, I mean, that was huge. And it was huge in the way not only for the Razorbacks, but for the rest of the conference saying, hey, if they can do that, maybe we can too because, Everybody was like, when you go there, it's over. Well, I, I, that's why I said, hey, we're supposed, we supposed to expect to win. There's no question about it. I, when I, no matter where I go, I expected that to happen. If it doesn't happen, it ain't because I didn't expect it. Thank you, Coach. Thank you, Jojo. Jo. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback. This from Hog Fan. Man, please ask Coach if he knew that Nikki Davis lives in Strong, Arkansas. He's mm. doing exceptionally well. He's an exceptionally, extremely productive citizen. Nikki is a long way from New York. Oh, that Nikki Davis is. is you know, he's a Columbia boy, Columbia, yeah, South Carolina. South Carolina, kid. that's right. Yeah. And uh, Nicky was uh, – it didn't surprise me about Nicky because he, he was one of the nicest young men I ever had the opportunity to be a part of or to even coach. You know, he, he came on so strong during his senior year. As matter of fact, he led the Southeast Conference in rebounds. And, and uh, we had just had Derek Hood the year before. He was with Derek. So back-to-back guys were leading rebounders. Nicky Davis was one of them. Uh, he's, he's another kid that would give up his body as, as frail as it was. Uh, he would give up the body for victory. And so 
it doesn't surprise me that Nikki's not doing well. Coach, did he weigh 200 pounds dripping wet? <laughs> he was a twig, wasn't he? I, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I don't think so. But uh, he 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 had a lot of he had a lot of guts when he came to playing the game. He he was uh, he, he did things that you know you just wonder how how did that happen? And, and he, he made some shots. He used to what, what I call that wind up jump shot. It took he took him a day and a half to get unwind and shoot it, but. <laughs> But he he was a a, a fierce competitor, and and he during that period he was one of our biggest guys on the team. Yeah, and so uh, and and he he had great timing, uh, Ricky. I mean he, he had great timing uh, for rebounding. He had. But you were talking earlier about Jalen Williams and his upside. Uh, I'm not sure you can really draw a true comparison between he and Nicky, who both were kind of thin, and, and uh, uh, Jalen obviously is a much better offensive player consistently than what than what Nicky Davis was. But the one thing that I remember about Nicky, you can correct me if I'm wrong on this also, is he always had a smile on his face. I can't figure oh. out. I cannot figure out why uh, Jalen Williams can stand there in the lane and a guy that can be twice his size knocks him into the cheap seats, and he gets up smiling. I mean, he's always smiling after he gets. Because his... he took a charge, he loves yeah. taking those. Yeah. Good gracious, I'd be. Uh, I'm not sure I'd be smiling though. It's just you know, I, I, what happens is the word "I got you." I, you know, I got you again. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanna, and and he, he, he's kind of saying. What are you going to learn if you can't come this way, sir? You just <laughs> yeah. if you come this way, you got a problem. So you mm-hmm. got to figure that out. And if he can deter him from coming his way, that's that's one thing you don't have to worry about anymore. Because now they, everybody's looking, say, "Man, you better watch out." Because that guy, he ain't, he ain't got no sense. He ain't got no brain. He he will let a mag truck run over him before he get out the way. And so. Uh, some, and he smiles with it, you know. That's that's just that's his nature of being who he is. I love it. All right, Rick, we got another question for Coach. This right. from Jamie. Jamie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Coach Richardson? Yeah, good afternoon, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, you bet. A couple things, and I'll hang up and listen. Uh, Coach, I may be the only one, but when JD hit that towering shot in overtime over that Smith kid, the projected number one draft pick. Did anybody else notice that that was almost the exact spot that Scotty hit that shot in 94 over Lane? And just the way it went up, it took forever to come back down. Um, and the second thing, this morning Justin Moore was making uh, a comment. You know, he wasn't too, I guess, too thrilled about us fans rushing with the court. But he actually said, I wonder what Coach Richardson would have thought about that. So, that's just uh, all I had, guys. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Well, you, you, got a, you got a different era, a different time. Uh, you know, our fans and, and myself and all, all games were so big that we didn't have to rush the floor to – you know, when, you, when you've That's been right. down for a while and you're not doing so well, anything, we've we got to grab a hold of something, something, 
and, and, and now it's our turn. You know, we've been watching everybody else run out on the floor. Well, you know, with me, I'm saying, hey, you, you got to act like you've been here before. You don't be going out there going crazy. I had guys up on top of the table dancing after beating Kentucky. I, I had a few things to say. We had no, had no dance show. So so you, you, you better start acting as if this is the way it's supposed to be. I mean, it, this, ain't, this is not... So this is what's happening. It's, it's a different era. Things have changed. We we have, not, you know, it's it, it, it's wonderful to have such enthusiasm and wanting to say, hey, we're back. You know, the Razorbacks are back. Uh, you know, it's, it's the greatest feeling. I bet you this morning, the kids and the players and the coaches and, and everybody woke up a happier person than they did the night before they went to bed because of victory, because of who they had to beat, and because how hard they had to play to win that ball game. Mm-hmm. Everybody was involved. Everybody. That's why they stormed the floor. That's how I see it. Different era. That's right. Hey, by the way, Coach, we were talking about Nikki Davis. When you start saying, okay, who are the top 10 players in Razorback history or top 15, his name never comes up. But I was just looking back at this. Do you know, as a senior, he led the SEC in rebounding. He averaged nine point. He averaged nine point eight rebounds per game. And do you know that since then? That's nineteen ninety eight. So that's a long time ago. Since then, uh-huh. only one Razorback has had a higher rebounding average in a season than Nick Davis did, and that was Derek Hood the next year. Since that time, uh-huh. nobody has had an average any higher than Nick Davis. That shows you how good he was. Yes, that's what I said. He, he, he I mean, we went to. Uh, I guess it was Pepper. I can't think of it. it was Pepperdine. Somebody out in, in the California. We went out there to play, and I think he found himself really uh, Tart. Now Fresno State, because Tart came in our dressing room and said, "Who's this little skinny guy?" I think Nick must have had twelve, thirteen rebounds in that ball game. But that that was just like coming out. Guys, we need to take a break real quick. We're, we're about okay. to run into the you break. You got it. Hold, right. hold that thought, Coach. All right, Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Drive Time Sports will continue. It's time for Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Coach Nolan Richardson. Brought to you by Slim Chickens. There's lots of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. Serving Central Arkansas and now in Cabot. Well, it doesn't get any better than this, and that is the five chicken tenders and the five chicken wings, all in one meal with the Texas Toast Fries and a medium drink, maybe the eight-wing meal. That's eight chicken wings with Texas Toast Fries and a medium drink, or the Hungry Meal. Got seven chicken tenders with Texas Toast Fries and a medium drink. There's a lot of places to get chicken. There's only one Slim, serving Central Arkansas, and now in Cabot. Again, joined by the coach, Coach Nolan Richardson. Coach, we had to go quickly to the break. You were talking about Pepperdine. Anything you wanted to finish there? We've got some callers waiting, but I wanted to make sure that you had an adequate chance to answer that question. Yeah, we, basically, we've we gone through it. We were talking about Nikki Davis coming in breakout season. Instead of Pepperdine, it was Fresno State. Fresno yeah. State. In California, that he yeah. really, really played uh, uh, really exceptionally well for us to be able to have uh, away from home uh, victory. Uh, Nikki Davis was big, 
pig in that game. And, Rick, before we run out of time, if you would touch one more time on yeah. Coach Richardson and the foundation, the yep. Yvonne Richardson Foundation. Those who would like to, uh, and it's all tax deductible, they are a 5013C. Anything you give, tax deductible, and it's going to help kids and families who need it in Arkansas. You can write to the Yvonne Richardson Found Memorial Foundation, 4057 North Humount, H-U-G-H-M-O-U-N-T Road, Fayetteville, Arkansas, 72704, or go online to give to Yvonne, Y-V-O-N-N-E, dot com. And we'll give that address every week. So if you're sitting there thinking, oh, my gosh, i got to be prepared, just know when Coach Richardson is on with us, we're going to give that address and how you can also give online each week so that way you can be prepared if, if, we're, if we're doing it when you don't have a pen and paper in hand. And we may even slip it in a couple of times during the That's week. That's right. Yeah, you know, that's right. We've been known to do stuff like that. That's right. Uh, let's check in with Daniel. Daniel, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for the coach? Uh, good afternoon, guys. Uh, yeah, I got a question for coach. Uh, I wasn't around for the uh, glory days back in the day, but uh, I've heard plenty of stories from my dad because, you know, he went to a lot of games back then. But I had a question about uh, – I'm sure you saw – the Auburn players dancing on our logo before the game. And uh, I just want to get your thoughts on uh, uh, what you thought about that. Thank you, Daniel. Well, it, it, you know, to me, that, 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 that's probably worse than high school stuff. You know, you, you're in the college now, you know, jumping on top of the bumblebee or, or the bear or, <laughs> or the razorback. I mean, how, how, little, is, how little is that? You know, you're not playing then. That's the floor. <laughs> and so I, I wasn't impressed. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, when they zoomed around the show, you know, all these kids jumping up and down, uh, I'm just saying, how, how small is that? You know, you're the number one team in the country and you're jumping on top of, of a mascot. Uh, what's that got to do with the game? You know, and so... Uh, right, right then, yeah, it's kind of that would give me more incentive to want to win. You know, you, you, uh, then you, you got to take those negatives and, and make them positive for you, for your side, your team. Uh, let's go out and show them that they can't do things like that, and, and people are gonna just walk away. But no, that was kind of. I, 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 I'm not a fan of that kind of behavior. I love it. High school, I love it. All right, let's talk with uh, Whoopie. Whoopie, good afternoon or evening. You got a question or comment for the coach? First of all, I'd like to agree with you that that is uh, sophomoric, and they had fun. Maybe they had fun. But anyway, people do stupid things. How about that great win at Auburn? Uh, uh, how, how did that change the uh, psyche, and uh, did it charge the batteries of the coaches and the staff and the players? Did it charge their battery? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm that saying uh, it was a great win. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, besides what it did uh, for their head, I mean, did it kind of charge their batteries up a little bit? Well, I, I I think you hit it on the nail on the head. It it 
Anytime you win games like that, that's got to charge you back. You know, yeah. you, you can hardly wait to get to the next game. And, uh, you know, and as a coach, you know, he wants to jump in and then things are going good. Let's, let's keep it going. And so that's, to me, charging. The battery was charged last night. You know, as time wears on, it'll wear off. But then it's time to recharge to go to the next game. And now today or, or later on this evening, they'll really start thinking about, hey, we got to go play Alabama now. You know, so so let's, now we got to, you know, that time give shift all of gears. our energy toward that game. Yeah, that, that's, that's the name of the game. It's shifting the gears and, and let's go back and, and, and do what we did. We know we're capable of doing it. And so let's get it done. Now, what do you think about college basketball? Every year you got to redo uh, maybe the players, the staff, the coaches, and you're a general out there helping these things along. And it's always great to speak with greatness. Thank you, Wu Pink. Yeah. So he's talking about how, and now, even more than ever, you're, you have so much turnover in your team and sometimes your staff. How much more difficult may it be to be a head coach these days? Oh, well, I, I, you know, again, that would make it very difficult for me because I, I wasn't the guy that had that that turnover ratio of coaches and thing. I, you know, you're the guy who, who started with me, he stayed with me until it was over with, or whether he moved on to another job or something. But uh, it's 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 always been what have you done for me lately? And it's, it's not very far from the from the uh, penthouse to the outhouse. You know, you know, you're one game away from going either direction, and so that's always going to be there. And it's just a uh, uh, it's a new day. And players who played for you, you know, you look up and you plan against them. Uh, they've been able to transfer and, and, and without any penalties anymore. I wonder how far we're going to go and what what's going to happen next, Coach. When when you get to this point of the season, uh, you can look down the schedule and you can count the remaining games. In this case, for Arkansas, it's seven remaining league games. Then you move on uh, to the SEC tournament. Do you start changing uh, maybe your routine? Do you start changing the way? Uh, that you that you think in regards to pacing the kids because it's not still it's not a sprint quite yet it's still a little bit of a marathon but how do you adjust your approach or do you adjust your approach going down the stretch? Well, I did, I did, I I I, I worked my kids pretty hard in pre preseason and 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 I did that for a reason to try to maintain them their conditioning and the style of play that we play in uh, consistently. That means that instead of working an hour and 45, two hours, I mean, there, there was days that we had 45 minute workouts. I don't, I, I didn't need you to give me everything you had, like you were trying to impress me that you can play those days. You, you, if you hadn't impressed me with seven games to go, you, you probably won't. Huh. So, so now it's time for us to, to cut back because if I'm playing, if I'm playing you, you know, and, and you, and you, you, you going along with what I'm asking you to do is get your mind in shape and get your body in shape and keep it in shape. 
And that's the hardest thing for youngsters to do is to keep that body in shape or mind in shape because they're youngsters. They party. They go do things that they that shouldn't be doing, and it can get you can get caught up with. So, therefore, I, I cut practice. I cut it so we can have our legs when it's time to have them. You know, and I thought we were pretty good during tournament time. Coach, as always, it is a pleasure. We look forward to each and every Wednesday night, barring basketball, of course. And uh, we look forward to next week. Thank you, Coach Richardson. That's Coach Nolan Richardson. Thanks to Slim Chickens.